two, one! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 18th episode of the Science Club. You didn't say it last time, and yet you said it this time. Where's the consistency? Yeah, 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 yes, I said it. Uh, <laughs> Stop bouncing. No, no, this is good. Can the microphone pick it up? Yeah, definitely. They just tuned in, and we're already screaming. No, this is good. We need rejuvenated energy, because we just recorded the last Whoa. one. Can you imagine Joe Rogan? Like, he does, like, three-hour podcasts, and he does multiple ones a week. Yeah, but he does weed in that. Like, oh, that's probably yeah. how he gets it to work. Yeah. yeah. When we're of age, we should do that. No. I'm not smoking weed. Ever? Because I don't want my lungs to get screwed up. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm like, I'm more- I have edibles, like I could, I'm down with that. Because those like don't hurt my lungs. Okay, so, so edibles in the future? Whatever, yeah. In the future, definitely not now. Yeah, like when I'm 21 or whatever. Right, but I, I don't think I ever want to do alcohol. Like I'm more inclined to do weed, I think. I heard that um, weed is a lot safer. Okay, here's a screwed apart. Um, <laughs> the, the thing is, is that Nixon declares a war on drugs and a war on crime. That's what the voters wanted, and he wanted to specifically target people who were protesting the Vietnam War, which at the time were like hippies. And um, so he declares a war on drugs because he can't declare a war on the hippies themselves because under free speech they're protected by the Constitution. So Nixon declares a war on drugs because that's what hippies are associated with. And he specifically targets the most easily accessible and least harmful drug that everyone, like a lot of people were taking. Marijuana. And, and now so, it's legal. And now it's... Now, uh, it's but, essential. Yeah. Yeah. But like, the only reason why marijuana is looked so down upon is because of successful propaganda against it. And that's the truth. Dang, Pahul. I know, I know you know this stuff because you researched it for your essay. Yeah. What other topics have you done since the I, last I, time? I did social media. Like, is social media really the best for our society? My answer was no, and then I did a whole thing about it. <laughs> really? Yeah. I wrote one on why um, nobody should ever refund their ticket for a movie. Mm -hmm. And he said it was a bad essay topic, so he wanted me to redo it. So I did mine on why actors are tragically overpaid. And I think it's really dumb that you can have on set because remember we had this discussion. Yeah, with, yeah, I remember this. Sean Dorney. Mm -hmm. I think it's really sad that there's so many visual effects companies going out of business when what the actor is being paid, what one person is being paid, could keep the whole company afloat. Yeah, that's pretty bad. It's really scary. Can you stop bouncing? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I was gonna do something else, hmm. but it was July Fourth, and I wanted to be kind of positive America thing, mm -hmm. so like the war on drugs and all the horrible history. So I decided to do it about social media and how we have to stand together as Americans against these companies who are pushing their <laughs> algorithms. And I wanted to have it kind of like patriotic. I also just wrote one on um, for for one of the drafts. I had to write I had to write my for revision and weeks. draft on the same day. What about the next two weeks? You have to write about. I'm just gonna have to cram it in where I can. But the one that I wrote it on was um, LGBT representation in um, children's cartoons, okay. and I said I think it's a very important thing to do. However, going back and changing old characters and saying that they were gay yeah, all along weird. is counterintuitive. Like the whole SpongeBob thing. What's your view on that? Um, he was what? Asexual? Is that what they said? Sponge SpongeBob? No, that he was bisexual, I think. That's weird. SpongeBob is supposed to be like, come on. Or you know? gay, or just gay. Like, you're not supposed. SpongeBob is supposed to be this guy. Like, you're, you're not he, supposed he's to He's an care otherwise about asexual who... character. Like, yeah, he, exactly. Sexuality should not be tied to something that's for children. Okay, actually, no, that's not true. 
I don't. Th- okay, SpongeBob is not something that is like at yeah, all kids supposed are not, to. Yeah. Okay, if the character like has relationships, for example, in in the in the show, like that's a very big part of their character, then sure. But SpongeBob is just a funny guy who's stupid. I agree. That's it. <laughs> no, I what I said in the essay was, um, if you're going to have an LGBT character, have that be essential to who they are, and make mm-hmm. episodes that explores being LGBT, you know? Like, you but can't... You can't have it so that, like, their entire defining characteristic... Right, no, but, I, but make certain episodes about them being LGBT, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And I think it's something that's important, because kids are the most impressionable age group that we have. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're the ones whose opinions can be changed the most. So, if we're going to start them with a the heteronormative mindset that young, then, I, you know, we're never going to get over heteronormativity. You know? Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, Nick, how have your classes been going? Um, you know, uh, a few of them have, or one of them has been really stressful for me, particularly, particularly because, um, I'm trying really hard in it, and that's all I'm gonna say on the subject matter. It's kind of like physics. Oh yeah, should I take physics? Trying really hard, and it's kind of, honestly... I feel like I'm biased because of the whole, you know, like, you know, how when, like, people graduate from high school. And can, then they, can you stop bouncing, the please? They the good stuff, you know. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Like, physics was fun, but, like, the teacher is not good. Ain't good. Well, he's, okay. a, he's a cool guy. He's hella cool. He watches World Surf League before, like, when we walk in, and he's, like, watching people surf and stuff. One time we talked about, like... Trump was giving this, um, or like this message or whatever about the coronavirus, and we talked about it for like half the period. <laughs> I don't know, because I'm debating between doing that and environmental science. I'm, I'm environmental science is much easier. I was thinking of dropping ban for environmental science. If you I just want to chill, that would be so cool. I just want to chill senior. I don't want to stress about having to go home and practice or whatever. I just want to drop ban because I already got the letter or whatever, so I'm done with that. A recommendation. No, not the letter, like, the letter they give you, like, you know, you have points during the band year, and then you get, like, a letter, and then you get pins on those letters or whatever. I got the letter, so I'm good. I'm gonna drop that now, I think. Really? Way to go. It's kind of the trend. Started, can you stop that? Sorry. <laughs> You're really ADHD right now. No, I'm not ADHD. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, you are. It's the bananas. They have sugar in them. It's the banana. Oh, the bananas. Yeah, they have, like, one gram of sugar. No, they probably have a few more. Fact checker? Can you do your job? They're unripe, though. They weren't good. Yeah, they're brand new. They, like, my parents yeah, just bought them from um, Save Mart, because Save Mart just opened. Save Mart? I don't like the name of Save Mart. I don't like... 14 grand. They should call it Save Mart. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. They should call it something else. But what? Like, Save Mart just sounds weird, you know? I looked up grains of sugar in Banas. <laughs> that, that's that's hilarious, Nick. It's really funny. I have people at home just thought that, like, you know, when you're listening to a podcast and then like it starts like lagging, mm-hmm. so the, but then it starts up again. I bet they think that just happened, but yeah. no, we were just quiet. Yeah, uh-huh. I think did that. You're so stupid. Yeah. Okay. No. What? What if it does lag when we did get quiet? That so it was like double as long. Oh, really? That's weird. No. Can you stop bouncing? No, I, I have like it. Yeah, I like it too. Alright, so today we are discussing three movies. It is still the 4th of July, like it was last week. <laughs> Even though by now, what day is it? It's 244 like... 244 years! Of America. 
Um, and we are actually reviewing a pretty political movie. But it's not a day of <laughs> Yes, wow. Nick? Wow. I'll throw my shoe at you. Bite my thumb. Bite your... I bite your... My th- I bite my thumb at you, sir. <laughs> no, no, do not, no, do not throw your water. shoe. There's water all over and there's technology. Like, I don't want to... Okay. <laughs> anyway, so let's start off with the first movie. Irresistible. Actually, <laughs> no... <laughs> Pahul. Hey, are we done what ta- setting up the podcast? Huh? Welcome to episode number 17. I'm, no, we, I'm we said that. the fact oh, checker, Oh, Robert. no, we didn't, no, we didn't say welcome who you are. To my, well, shut up, shut up, shut Can up. I do it this time? No, it's my podcast. No, but I want to do it this time. It's my podcast. podcast. I want to do it. This club podcast. Okay, okay, by the way, are we changing it to Film Studies Club or are we just keeping Film Studies Club podcast? I don't really care. How about um, Luigi's Mansion? Okay, let's do Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> no, we're not calling it Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> okay, Pahul, why don't you uh, why don't you do the intro? It's fine. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the seventeenth episode of the Film Studies Club podcast, where we'll be reviewing three movies and one video game. The three movies are Irresistible. That was ten minutes of intro. Get Smart and My Spy. And the it's gonna be the the title of this podcast that you're listening to. I think it should be Funny Spy Guy. That's good, right? That's a good Funny Spy Guys. Funny Spy Guy, and then in parentheses, Steve Carell. Okay, that sounds good. That's no, but that but that's what I do. That's like the kind of format I use for special guests. So they're gonna think that Steve Carell is. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, we should definitely that's do that. That's called clickbait. We can't do that. <laughs> Steve <laughs> I feel like we could get Neil deGrasse Tyson in a while, though. How long, though? Okay, like, like okay. when few... we start up the Instagram account, which, by the way, Nick, you really need to go out and make the... Finish TikToks. making the... No, not the TikToks. You need to finish making the templates. Yeah. You need to do that, bro. I want to start, like, next week. Wait, what are we doing? Um, I'm going to start, like, a weekly schedule on the Instagram. Oh, so right, you're like... showing me. That sounds dope, dude. Yeah, I know, dude. Bro. It's gonna be the same account, though. Right? Yeah, it'll still be the oh, same okay. Instagram account, but, like, I'll start promoting it on movie pages and stuff. Nice. I have some ties to the movie, you know. I can I can get people yeah, to post something get, on their we story. we can get people on here, dude. You know, what I honestly should have done all along is just made Future Spielberg Film Studies Club, because it already has 600 followers built in. Yeah, that would be pretty dope. That would have been the best idea, yeah. but... Oh, well. Anyways. First movie. Our first wait no okay so we need to figure out the order that we're going to go in first. Um, how about most spy to least spy? So okay. Spy. No, I think I think get smart honestly had more spy. Yeah. In uh, it get, uh, gets my spy had, had barely any. It had like a few computers. spies in it, but get smart is all spy. Yeah. You know? Um, I think. What are you it's looking at, Nick? It's a Google thing where you draw something and then AI tries to guess what you're drawing. Okay, can you not play Can that? you just like, focus on so a podcast, Nick? Like, like seriously, I'm what is wrong with you? Why can't we just focus no, on I'm a podcast? I'm completely no, no, ready! Turn, turn your chair more towards us, not half and half. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Okay, so get smart um, is the combination movie. See, what we're gonna do when movies start coming out in theaters again, which actually one is coming out on July 10th. What is it? Um, um Unhinged. Oh, see, you Russell see, Crow. if my mom can't let me have sleepovers, I don't know if my mom will let me No, do no, it. I also can't go to the movie theater because I'll have the UCLA thing. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, okay, but, um, anyways, 
Um, but when movie th- start coming out in theaters again and when that whole deal is happening, um, the original idea of this podcast was to review movies that were coming out that were new. And we've been doing that a bit. But part of that was going to be we were going to review a combination like movie. Um, so our combination movie this week mm. is Get Smart because our other movies are Irresistible and My Spy. My Spy is a spy movie. Um, Irresistible is Steve Carell. So we have a Steve Carell spy movie. Uh, um so we're going to start out with Get Smart this time. So, Nick, why don't you tell me about Get Smart? Well, Robert, Get Smart is an American... Uh, wait, sorry, 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 sorry. Here's the storyline. American Maxwell Smart works for a government spy agency in an administrative capacity. When the agency's head office is attacked, the chief decides to assign Maxwell as a spy and partners him with Sexy Agent 99. Much to her char- wait, what? chagrin. Well, yeah, they, she is... Meant to be the sexy agent. The duo never le- nevertheless sets uh, set off to combat their attackers by first parachuting off an airplane and landing in Russian territory. Followed closely by an over seven foot tall, four hundred pound goon known simply as Dollop. The duo, handicapped by Maxwell's antics, will eventually have their identities compromised and may be chalked up as casualties. While back in America, their attackers have already planted a bomb that is set up to explode in a concert. Written by. Wait, rat, rat, no. Raju, but like some of the letters are capital, like randomly. Wow. Like R capital A J capital O O. It's kind of a cool name. Anyways, wow. the taglines, or sorry, the plot keywords are action heroine spy two thousands male nudity. Actor shares first name with character. Wait, really? Which actor? Uh, no say. Does Steve Carell is his name Steve in the movie? I, I think it's Agent 46 or something. Good versus mm-hmm. evil analyst, terrorist group, undercover, <gasps> satire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, okay, so who... Nick, you didn't watch Get Smart, right? Nope. Even though it was on Hulu, and I texted you the day that it was on Hulu, and you still didn't watch it? Yeah, I saw the text, too. They call me the boomer. Okay, now, Nick, I want to know your thought process when you saw that text message. What, what was your thought? I was like, yeah, I should probably watch that tonight. And then I was like, oh, I'll, I'll do it, like, when... Alright, so, um, I think I'll start this one off. You don't need to start, don't worry, Papa Wolf. Alright. Did you watch Get Smart? I watched Get Smart, I was watching it this, before coming here. Did you finish it? Yep. You did? Okay. Nick, can you stop? No, I'm listening. Nick, that's making noises for the podcast. People can hear the computer saying... Anyways, um, Get Smart, I had heard a bit about before watching it, um, but I didn't see it in theaters because it came out in 2008. Interestingly enough, this movie is kind of responsible for the popularity of The Office because it was actually like a big success, and people were like, that Steve Carell guy is funny, I haven't seen him before. What else does he do? And then they saw oh, The Office. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and actually, it's kind of weird to think that, like, at, when this movie was made, Steve Carell wasn't, like, a big name yet, because he's a huge name now. Like, everybody mm-hmm. knows Steve Carell. Everybody loves Steve Carell. Um, yeah, I mean, that movie, was the main marketing push was Steve Carell. He's on all the posters and stuff. Um, so, I was kind of interested to see, like, what he was like in his early days, and I don't know. Um, I didn't have any expectations going in. And I liked Get Smart. Like, I think that this is... I think it's actually pretty funny um, in comparison to a lot of the other comedies that are like this. You get a lot of really... What? Nick, this is why we don't want you on that. Seriously. You just all the intelligence gets all six of my drawings. I don't oh care. My, no one cares. You care about this stuff. We don't. Wow. 
we're really mean to each other when we do two in a row. What is the 48-hour podcast going to be like? <laughs> we're going to be just <laughs> I want to punch you so hard. I've been doing push-ups to prepare for it. Have you really? Yeah. You want me to do some right now? No. I can bet I can do more than you. I bet I could do more than you. Do you want to do that right now? No, he's talking. He's doing something. Yeah, exactly. It's a perfect time. Yeah, yeah no, you do, should do a push-up competition right now. No, no, do it in here. There's no space. Well, do- I mean, I can do one on the couch and then you can go right here. Okay. And Robert, you sit right here. Okay, that's fine. Um, We're doing wide push-ups, right? I, um, yeah. Okay. I don't know how to... All right, so they're doing a push-up competition right now, but um, in the meantime, okay. I will Three, continue two, to start one, to talk about Get Smart. Um, I thought it was way funnier than I was expecting it to be. There's like certain side gags in here that are really dumb that reminded me of a lot of other comedy movies like My Spy, but there's a lot of stuff in here that I also thought was like poking fun at the spy genre in a kind of like fresh way. Like I understand why this movie didn't become forgotten after it came out in 2008. Like people still talk about it. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with the chemistry between all of the actors. Steve Carell is really good in this, obviously. I mean, it's the reason that he's... It's the reason that he's as big as he is right now. Um, Anne Hathaway was also uh, really good in this. Oh, I usually... Take this, you um, Yeah, oh. Congratulations, um, Anne Hathaway usually is not very good in movies. I usually don't like her, but... In this, I thought that she was funny. She served the well, role well. Also, a really early Join the Rock Johnson, who was not bald yet. He oh, had hair. I did not like that. It was it was weird. I didn't like like seeing him. Well, that's a spoiler, so I'm gonna put a timestamp there. No. Um, but yeah, my problem with the movie is that it's extremely predictable. Like from the moment, from the moment a certain character walks on screen, you know they're going to become the bad guy. Like, I'm you know that's going to happen. Guy. Like, from the second God. he walks on screen, I turned to Ian, who was watching it with me, and I said, he is going to be the bad guy in the end, and I was correct. How did like, Ian feel about that? Did he call you a genius? Uh, no, he guessed it too, because it was very obvious. I didn't see him... I didn't... It was very obvious for very obvious reasons. Um, beyond that, I mean, it, it's kind of... It's forgettable, too, I think is my other problem. Like, this is... I. Even though it has, like, lasted and it has become, like, a movie that people talk about, I don't think people really remember any of the jokes in here. I think people are like, oh, yeah, that's the funny Steve Carell movie. They don't remember any of the specific plot points or any of the specific jokes because they're not too terribly memorable. It's just, like, the general mood of the movie is silly. Mm -hmm. And for that reason, it's an entertaining one and it's easy to get through. Um, And I, I, I enjoyed it. I liked it more than I thought I would, honestly. Um, Pahul, what did you think of Get Smart? Did you take notes? Not really. What uh, do you mean, not really? You did or you didn't? Did you take notes? I just took the notes about the spoiler. That's uh, it. That's yeah, the that's only the note you took. Hmm. This movie was fine. I, I really didn't pay attention to it. It's like it was playing in the background and I started doing um my essay thingy. So like, eh. Well, like, I got what was going on, which I guess is good, you know? It's a very simple movie. It's a very movie. simple movie. It's easy yep. to tell what's happening. <clears throat> so, like, I didn't really have to pay attention to it. That's it. That's all I had. That's it? Like, genuinely. It kind of reminded me of Threat Level Midnight from The Office. It really did. No, like, I, I, I totally I feel like that's that. where they got the idea from. And I think it's, like, an American... I like Johnny English a lot. You know Johnny English? 
Mr. Um, Bean playing the spy. Yeah, yeah. And with Johnny English. I like those... I like that kind of funny spy movie over this... Like... Yeah. Or, like, that spy movie specifically over this one. So I feel Johnny English is better than... Get Smart. Yeah. I actually have never seen a Johnny English movie, so I can't it's really good. I like speak them. on I, that. I like them. But, um... This movie did kind of feel like it was stuck between trying to be an actual spy movie and trying to make fun of the spy genre, and it never really dedicated going either way, and I feel like it would have been better if it had. Yeah, you can open. Thank you. Thank you. No, I want the pretzels. Yeah, I'm just going to have a little bit. Oh, that was a big handful. Ian and Blank just came in with the pretzels. Um, which was Ian and Blank are a uh, health specialist. Oh, you finally got your breath back, huh? Guys, we finally, <laughs> we have a fourth guest now. Our health specialist, Ian Blank. Who oh comes my god! On. We should, we should, we should start introducing him in the uh, in our podcast at the beginning. Yeah. Or like we can have like a pre-recorded intro that Nick edits in every single time. Oh, oh, oh. Since he won't always be here. Are you okay? I'm mean, how hungry. We'll call. No, I wonder what, how healthy pretzels are. You okay, big guy? Wait, wait. Can, can you call for Ian to come in here? I wanted to give a commentary on how healthy pretzels are. Ian! What? So, like, right now. He's making sandwiches or something for himself. I'm making so And here comes our host uh, specialist, so Ian, Ian Blank. Um, Ian, we decided that we want to try to get you on the podcast like, um, every so often okay. because you are a health specialist. Since we are eating pretzels right now, we were wondering, um, what is, what is, how healthy are pretzels? Let me look at it. Okay. Thank you. Because um, they're often seen as like the healthy alternative to like chips and stuff, but are they really? Uh, I wouldn't say these ones necessarily. Oh. Um, there's corn syrup in it. There's nothing like necessarily wrong with that. But corn syrup can be kind of iffy for you. Okay. Um, but no. But like pretzels are good. Like if you want something savory and like if you're trying to get off chips, because chips aren't really that good for you. Right. Well, now you know, folks. Thank you, Ian Blank. Thank you very awesome. much. Health professional. Da, 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 da. Anyways, um, that is all I have to say about Get Smart. What about you, Paul? Anything else? Yeah, Johnny English is better. We should review Johnny English. Yeah, I, 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 we should. <laughs> I, I didn't know Get Smart was like the, yeah, hello? the common of the two. Hello? I, I'd like to order a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Can you put Ian's weight thing down, please? <laughs> it's my phone. What do you mean? <laughs> But yeah, Johnny English. Yeah. Okay, scores, I'm going to give this a 6 out of 10. Hmm. You know what? I'm going to give this an 1100 something. Like, 1150. Okay. Is that, That's like your 6 out of 10 range, isn't it? I think so, yeah. It's like, kind of good. Yeah, I think, I mean, okay. not really kind of good. Like, if I got that on the SAT, I, would, I wouldn't be happy with myself. But, you know, it's okay. All right. Um, did you know, I think that, like, 1100 is the average for a, um... American? No, for a... Pakistani. No. Eighth grader. No race involved. Um, no, well, for... Pakistani's not a race. Humble city. A humble college. What do you think is the average for Stanford or something? It's oh, I looked it up. It's in, like, it's, like, in the 1450s. Is there any university that has an average of 1600? <laughs> average <laughs> SAT score. Wait, what is the average SAT score? The average is, um, 1,059. Oh, yeah. That's I got higher than that in, like, 8th grade. Good for you, Nick. You got higher than wow. that on the 8th grade PSAT. Adoosh. What's the average SAT score of Stanford, though? Let's check. 
Um, check Harvard too. And it, Princeton. It gives me the two separate scores. So it looks like the highest. It's between thirteen ninety and um fifteen forty. So in that range. Damn. For Yale, it's between fourteen sixty and um fifteen eighty. What about you? Whoa, that's high. UCLA. UCLA? No, MIT. MIT is all smart people. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna look up UCLA because that's where I want to go. UCLA. UCLA is between twelve twenty and um. What is that? Fourteen fifty. But to all the seniors out there listening right now, I don't think we have to take the SAT. Yeah, I don't think so. Are you doing it? Yeah. When are you doing it? Um, there's one in Anderson. Uh, I think it's gonna be. Want to take it in September? Okay, and is that confirmed? Like, is that going to happen? I think so. Like, up till now. I haven't signed up for it yet, but I've ramped up my studying again. Nick, you should take it with me. I'm taking it, like, August. You signed up? Yeah. For when? the Anderson one? I don't know if it's an Anderson, but it's not in writing. When is it? Sometime in August. Why is it August 29th. That's what the first one Wait, right, have you been studying for it? Nah. It's really close. It's okay. I started studying for mine that was on November 2nd on September 21st. And I did it pretty well, I think. Yeah. I don't want to take it again, though, because it yeah, just seems like you? a lot of work. Yeah. Well, like, normally I would take it again, because, like... this year it's weird. Yeah, this year it's... I, I, I don't think it's going to really matter. It's all going to be about how you look on paper, so essays are going to be really important. Uh. Okay, Nick, let's switch, um, because you need to read some cool facts and also give us a transition sound effect. Huh. Unless you want me to do <gasps> that. Okay, there you go. I just beat him so hard, you know, he can't even do it. Yeah, he can he barely really, move because yeah, you did really so many did. more push-ups than him. I did two more. <laughs> Give him pretzels. Somebody's fat. Yeah, someone named Bahul is fat as <laughs> Robert! <laughs> I've never done that before. I've never slipped. Mm. I don't think I have. Have I slipped before? It's really casual right now, you know? Yeah, it's a little too casual. No, I like it being casual. It's fun. During breaks and filming, John Stewart like and Steve Carell right would go to the crowds of locals who gathered to watch and saw how to grasp take selfies and tell jokes. What was that fact? That's stupid. Parts of this movie were filmed in Rockmar GA during the summer of 2019. I just realized I'm reading facts for the wrong movie. <laughs> <laughs> Are you reading facts for Irresistible? <laughs> <laughs> Nick, how can you possibly be so dumb? <laughs> Anne Hathaway split her sh- her shin. Who's Anne Hathaway? Who's that chap? On a pole during filming, resulting in 15 stitches. Jesus Christ. You know, Sylvester Stallone um, sprained his neck while filming Rambo. One of those. Steve Carell and BJ um, uh, Novak did uncredited work for the script. I know BJ Novak. Oh, he's, he's Ryan from The Office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, I wonder, that probably also helped, like, the Get Smart, the Behold There were a lot of people from The Office. Like, not a lot, but, like, Todd, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. That was one. I didn't like... When the project was in development in 1998, Jim Carrey was attached to the star. Oh, really? That's pretty interesting, because you know that this is based on a TV show. Yeah, I looked it up. I looked up Get Smart, and it, it was a TV show from 1965, and I was wondering why you were... Making us watch that. Well, because it was a combination movie. 
All right, transition sound effect. All right. And Johnny English is not a problem no more. Very cool. I'm eating pretzels. <laughs> I don't think anyone's listening to our podcast anymore <laughs> after that. They all shut it off after that happened. This is too long. Yeah. <laughs> Can you cut it off? <laughs> so long. Yeah, how long does it go on for? Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> Posted in 2011. <laughs> and very close to 9-11, too. <laughs> what does that have to do with it? I don't know. Was the description says this video was uploaded on an Android phone. <laughs> Day three of coronavirus quarantine and have resulted to this. <laughs> hmm. Alright, um, so our next movie... We're doing most spy to least spy, so I guess my spy is our next one. Yes. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Nothing. Well, what are you laughing at? I'm nothing at nothing. A hardened CIA operative finds himself at the mercy of a precocious nine-year-old girl, having been sent undercover to survey to surveil her family. <clears throat> All right, um, Nick, why don't you start off this one? You know, I thought this movie, I said this to Robert already, but I, I thought this movie was very similar to The Pacifier, in which it's. The only selling point of this movie is that it's a family movie, and um, I think that's the only way this movie could. Can you be. stop? Nope. You know what? This this is the type of movie you're gonna see at like a five dollar bin at, at Walmart, and while you're on like oh, yeah, while you're like in a tourist country <laughs> or whatever, and you're like, oh, yeah, this looks good, and then you take it home into the trailer, and then you watch it for like, two minutes, and then you turn it off. Uh, you say that like you have experience with uh, wait, yeah, I you do, yeah, I knew it. wait what movies I don't know but you, you do go trailer camping with your family it's so it's like trailer camping it just so sucks mind blowing wait okay what, what sucks about it it's just so boring. You're sitting in a trailer watching garbage like movies, and the and most of the time it's not even like a campsite. It's just a co- parking lot for a bunch of trailers. It's disgusting, and I don't know why the hell we do it. <laughs> That's so stupid. I know. At least go to the Yellowstone or something where it's like nice, like Turtle Lake. And I hate it. Why well, go to an RV park? Like, it's just so mind-numbingly stupid. Well, sometimes we, uh, my mom, like, had to live there because it was close to work, and so she stayed there, and then we visited her every so often, so that was some re- sometimes why. But then sometimes we would just go out in a trailer in the middle of, like, why? <laughs> it's so dumb. Honestly, that sounds fun. Robert. <laughs> what? It's living in a trailer, dude. I would love to live in a trailer I- with your family for, like, a week. That would be so cool. One bathroom. <sighs> Um, so Nick, you're gonna, oh yeah, you've been talking about it, can you talk more about this movie? Um, it's, it's not funny, it's not, uh, it's not, it's not good, it's, it's just not good, like, I, I don't, I'm not gonna fault this movie, or whatever, okay, no, no, I am gonna fault this movie, it's like, oh, it can stay in its lane or whatever, it can do it or it's one, it doesn't really take itself seriously, but sometimes it does. Sure, this movie stays in its lane, it knows it's a bad movie, but is that really enough to clarify, or I mean to justify that it's a bad movie? If it's a bad movie and you're like, haha, we're a bad movie, that doesn't make it any less of a bad movie. 
Wow. Uh-huh. Uh, that was emotionally fueled. Nick, are you okay? Yeah, yeah I'm fine. You need to step out for a second? Nah. You want to burp? You want to fart? You want to do something? Well, I joined the CIA and then form a uh, bonding relationship with a nine-year-old girl and also uh, her mother. What? That's the plot of the movie. Oh. Yeah. I just heard you ah. joining CIA and forming a bond with a nine-year-old girl and it kind of freaked me out. <laughs> Actually, the plot of this movie is really creepy. Okay, no. Mm. <laughs> like yeah, think about it. Is that? No, think about it. It's this. It's a guy who works for the CIA. So he moves into a woman's house without her knowing, stalks her, and then the nine-year-old finds out. So then they go to the skating rink, and suddenly there's like Stockholm syndrome, and suddenly they become friends and everything. <laughs> you okay, Nick? Uh, this movie's weird. Uh, pretty weird, champ. Pretty. Uh, wait, do I do I talk now? Mm-hmm. Hey, Robert, what time do I get picked right. up? I don't know whenever this is over. Okay, I'll, I'll save uh, three thirty. Three thirty. I'll save three thirty-two. Why are you saying two minutes after Nick leaves? No, three thirty T O O. Ah, thank you for clarifying. Can you speak now about the movie? Yeah. Okay, product placement at four forty-six. Oh my God! Doritos. I wrote that down too. Doritos, I wrote notes. I know. Alexa. Look at it. Look at that. Look at it. I then one twenty two forty five ways. And Product placement on, or, on Doritos at, at four and a half minutes in. Dude, me. <laughs> you guys were really it was so clear on the though. Placement. It was so like I know. It was red I even took a picture. It was so. It was. It was insane. Look at it. <laughs> Why are you screaming so loud? Oh my god. There's a lot of product placement and um, uh, Russian so pop songs that are American. Funny Indiana, Indiana Jones reference, Fortnite dances, and Cardi B music. That's all I know. Oh, Fortnite dances. There was a lot on Cardi there, B. There were quite a few Fortnite dances in this. Yeah, they, they played, like, American pop music, but it's just Russian. Like, as if they play that in Russia. I think it was, like, some <laughs> copyright thing or something. I think it was no. supposed to be, like, funny. Like, yeah, no, it was He was in Russia, funny. and he oh. couldn't get away from American music. It was stupid. The movie was stupid at 1224, hmm. because the girls uh, in front of her... Took a picture of her and posted it on Instagram because she had jelly on her face. Oh, like, that's what adults think cyberbullying is. Oh, also, how about the fact that she was like, my mom doesn't want me posting pictures online because she doesn't want me to get cyberbullied. And the girls say, who would cyberbully you? Like, like there has to be special qualifications for somebody getting cyberbullied. <laughs> it's, it's so stupid. I, I didn't get the cuss words. Like, it's a kid's movie, but, like, I guess it's like a... 12-year-old Doesn't it have a PG-13 rating? Fact checker? Because it's like, they, they play on the Fortnite and the Cardi B and whatever, and they also do the cuss words, so I think it's 12-year-olds that this woman was doing it to. I don't know. That was that was weird. PG-13. That's weird. Um, and, okay, before something else happened later in the movie, I was really pissed off at stereotypical, like the stereotypical version of what people think gay people are like they're all girly and stuff it's like they had to replace this sexist caricature of women after the whole me too thing and the only way they could get the feminine jokes in or whatever is through gay guys and that that was really screwed up and i've seen it in a lot of other movies me too um and this movie felt like cia propaganda you write an essay on that Oh, I should, maybe, yeah. Huh. I'm going to write an essay on um, Hamilton, and if it's, like, a bad, you know, if it romanticizes Founding Fathers in a bad way. That makes sense, yeah. Because, you know, 
according to the play. If the play were, you know, historically as realistic as possible, David Diggs would have a lot of slaves. So would Hamilton. Yeah, and so would George Washington. And so would everybody <laughs> in the show. Uh, what well, I think you'd be uh, uh, Robert because you're white. You think you'd be racist uh, if you're living in like the 1780s? <laughs> Me? Yeah. I have no clue. I can't fathom that. I think I would just because like it's just it's just like the social thing to be racist. Like. No, I see it. No, I, I understand. you like that. Yeah. I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, you have no way of knowing what you would be like. In the I 1700s. suppose. Like maybe you would see it as a bad thing, but decide to do nothing about it, or maybe you know. Yeah, that, that's true. But I feel like you know, like it's so weird because they probably saw people who wanted to abolish slavery as like how we see. I don't know, like Antifa. Antifa, or like I don't know. I don't know. Them, yeah. Like the like the classic thing of the feminist with the purple hair or whatever. That's probably how they saw abolitionists. Fourth back wave then. feminists is what you're trying to say. Yeah, fourth wave feminists. No, third wave. Fourth There's no fourth wave. Oh, oh yeah, third, third, wave, third wave. Sorry, yeah. Where are you going, Nick? I need pizza. Oh, me too. No, guys, we cannot leave the podcast. Stop it. Timestamp. You know, actually, I decided I'm going to keep on talking um, because I need to review my spy myself. Um, I thought my spy was okay. I don't think it's a great movie. I think it definitely feels like a kid's movie. The difference between um, my spy and get smart to me, because I actually think that structurally and thematically and tonally they're very similar movies, is that... In My Spy, the relationships felt very stilted, and also the movie did not make fun of itself enough. And that's something I give Get Smart credit, is that I think it ended up being funny, because the actors really jived well with each other, and at the same time, it was also incredibly, like, poking fun at the whole spy trope and genre. And the thing is, My Spy tries to be an entirely, like definitely involved um i don't really know how to describe it but it's not really ever parodying the spy genre um and it's never really making fun of spy genre tropes um it just makes fun of cia people and stuff like that and honestly nothing with the movie really jagged with me on that level um i think the comedy is also really weird because this movie despite its pg-13 rating is geared towards younger kids and I don't know why it has a PG-13 rating. Like, I don't know who thought that that was a good idea. Um, this movie was also put through production hell because it got pushed back a bunch of times and it was going to come out on April 17th and then the whole coronavirus pandemic happened so movie theaters weren't open. So they just decided to throw it on Amazon Prime. That was probably the best place for it because I don't really see, you know, anybody going out and seeing this movie. I see it bombing in the box office because kids probably the, the parents of the kids would see it, that it has a pg-13 rating and not take it to them not take them to see it and then 13 year olds would think that this movie is for little kids and not for them so it was just kind of a weird dynamic that never really fit and i think that kind of fits for the whole movie i think it's a movie that's tr constantly trying to appeal to kids and adults at the same time and in doing so it just kind of feels like weird um also, Dave Bautista, I just don't know if he's a leading man. Like, I don't think that he really led this movie as well as he possibly could have. I think the supporting cast often had to hold up the scenes around him. Um, yeah, and I just didn't really get a whole lot out of My Spy. I don't regret watching it. I just, 
it makes sense that it was dropped on Amazon Prime instead I'm of so being dropped. My piss is so young. Are you? <laughs> Nick! <laughs> I want to talk. I want to talk. You know, I was having a great time reviewing this movie on my own. Like, I was actually saying things that I think were reasonable for once. And then Nick came in and said that. <laughs> I don't I don't get it. How am I supposed to... I think I'll have a reasonable discussion with you. Okay. What, you know what I didn't like? Hmm. Cookie cutter character devel- development. Like, the moment you saw the, mo- the first scenes of the movie, you know how the characters are going to end up. Like, the little girl's going to get friends... The big guy's gonna get good at CIA or whatever, and the tech nerd's gonna be like the girl who saves the day and stuff, which he did with the grenades or whatever. And also, one other thing that annoyed me is one million hits on YouTube. Who says that anymore? Yeah, no, nobody says hits on anything. Like that doesn't not that doesn't make any sense. And they used to do that in like the two thousands. I think get it. Like people didn't really know what YouTube was back then, but now it's everywhere. You know. Yeah. Um. Also, what I was going to say about character development, the there is a twist in here with two characters that I genuinely did not see coming. That were, like, otherwise... Like, two characters towards the end of the movie. That were otherwise... Okay, this is a spoiler alert. Um, but when the two gay guys were revealed to be... Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I That's thought... That's why I was pissed off about the stereotypical gay guys. But then I had to take it back because they made it different or something. Right, they kind of made it... Well, even then, they still were gay people, so they were going for that stereotype. But I thought that was genuinely a good twist. Like, Mm -hmm. I did not see that coming. And something this movie does do well is representation. Like, you have gay couples, you have interracial couples, like... That's true. And you have women being, you know, tough as well as men. And like I said, it's important for kids because they're impressionable. Right, exactly. So, like... It does positive things. I just didn't end up liking the movie. I didn't think it was funny, and I was kind of bored watching it. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I really had to say about it. Um, I think we need to give our ratings, but Nick isn't in here, and he also isn't in here to do the transition sound effect and uh, facts, so I really don't know what we're supposed to do right now. I'll give my rating. Okay, what's your rating? 1,000. 1,000? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna give this pro. I'm gonna give it like, I'll give it a four out of ten. Um, what's the girl's name? Uh, the voice actor girl, Kristen Schaal. She she she's a fantastic voice actor. One of my favorites. But she's not a good actor. Well, she didn't have a great script to work with. To be entirely fair. That's true. But it's true. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna give it a five out of ten. A five out of ten. Okay. Nick, we need facts and a transition sound effect. Well, I can provide you with them. All right. Both of those. The balcony scene is a reference to Spy Game uh, in 2003, which in turn is likely a reference to a training technique done in Mossad, the Israeli intelligence agency. That's fun. Who's fun? Dave Bautista and uh, Ken Kyung also appeared in Avengers Endgame. That's fun. Okay, um, is this is this is this guy Drax? Yeah, he is. Okay. The viral video posted showing JJ and Kate dancing reference to him as Hulk and her as uh, as Megan Markey. Parissa did play Megan in the made for TV film Harry and Megan: A Royal Romance. That's weird. <laughs> okay, is the uh, can we get a transition sound effect? Of maybe? course we can. 
What was that? Loud as far ever, as loud as hell. <laughs> so is the theme of this that we're going to be using fart sound effects for everything? Burp and fart. That's the episode. No, the burp was the last episode. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. Um, so our next movie is Irresistible. Nick, what in God's green earth is this movie about? Well, I'm on trivia. Hold on. Because... <laughs> Yeah. Where are you going? I'm walking my hand. Okay. Oh, the fuck is up in a blank? How much tofu do you want? Um. There's ten pieces. Um, I cut the block into ten pieces. Just give me half. Okay. Okay. Timestamp, because you're going to edit that stuff out. It's terrible. A democratic strategist helps. Can you finish swallowing before <laughs> you start talking? This is disgusting. A retired veteran run for mayor in a small conservative Midwest town. Yeah, that's a pretty good sum up of this movie. Um, Pahul isn't in here, and I want him to start. I wonder if that's the reason he left, so that he would. Are you serious? How many times are you guys just gonna come in and out of the room during this podcast episode? I'm just. I'm talking to myself. I'm going insane. How many? Ugh, I. Okay, I don't know how to keep you guys entertained during this um, difficult time. Thankfully, Nick just came back, but we're still waiting on Pahul. Pahul, what were your thoughts on Irresistible? Mm. The movie is pretty irresistible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me pull up my notes. Um, product placement at 1340. <laughs> um, Ford Explorer commercial. Um, and what else? Um, I don't know. I, I know that people don't like Vice and, like, political funny kind of movies, but I really do for some reason. I don't know why. I guess it's just my thing. <laughs> so, like, I, I, I liked Vice. I honestly didn't get the criticism behind it. And I kind of like Bombshell, too. And, um, Bombshell was really funny. No, it wasn't. It, but like political kind of movies, I don't know. Vice was nominated for best picture. But like, there was something the similar. Way. Oh yeah, that's true. So Ooh. it wasn't really hated on. But it. Well, I didn't think it was a great movie. What's I similar it was too between scattered. Vice and Bombshell? There's something similar because. There's no, something I, I know what you're saying. There. It's like the political, fast-paced type movie. That's what I'm going. Yeah. yeah. Not funny. Fast-paced. And entertaining. Like, yeah, what's entertaining. entertaining. Yeah. And. Irresistible was that too, and I I, I liked it, you know. I mean, I, I dug it. Teach me how to dug it. Pahul, there has to be something else you can say about this I movie. Know, I don't really remember the movie, dude. I find the twist at the end clever, not clever, but like I nice. I, it, and I thought it had a good message because I do agree. There's too much money spending in elections. Lobbyism. Yeah, that ain't cool. That's it. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Um, Irresistible. I don't know. This movie, it felt very much like it wanted to be, like, a super woke, like, see, this is the problem with America. Why don't you guys just open your eyes? But it was kind of stupid. Like, you can't have stupid comedy and try to be a smart movie is how I feel, you know? Uh-huh. And I felt like a lot of the comedy in this movie, it felt similar to some of the Shit's Creek comedy, 
Where it's like, look how stupid these people in this town are. Yeah, like, look how that's dumb they what are. it was. But yeah. I didn't like that for a movie that was trying to be smart and make a political statement. Yeah. And I get the idea that it was trying to make you, like, understand the town from Steve Carell's perspective. But I don't know. It it just ended up making, like, a really confusing message. But her, I liked how, like, I agree with you. That was kind of annoying to me, too. Like, how they were portraying, like... You know, these rural folk as, like, these, you know, uncultured or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then at the end, they do the whole, like, you know, they were actually, like, at... They were doing something completely else. Right. You know? No, no, kinda... and the twist I thought was interesting, because it was unpredictable. Like, it yeah. wasn't something that you could I see re- coming. I see it coming. It just... I don't know. It was such a sudden change that I wasn't fully on board yet. And looking back on it, like, I think it's, it's a nice twist. Like, it yeah. did kind of... It came out of nowhere, and it did help further the message. It's just... If you're going to have a twist like that, don't change the whole message of the movie. Like, twists should be there to change the dramatic conflict of the story, not the message. If you change the message suddenly, then it's like, oh, why did I spend an hour and a half listening to people talk about the other message of the movie? Mm-hmm. Which was, like, the whole Democrat versus Republican, Republican bad type thing. Um, and, I don't know, like, Steve Carell in this, too? I love Steve Carell and everything. I thought he was kind of boring in this. Like, it, and he, it wasn't that he was phoning it in. I just thought that he was playing an uninteresting character. Mm-hmm. And I felt like a lot of these characters, they had single personality types. And even then, their personality didn't come through much. Um, yeah, and I thought there would be some char- character development. Like, you'd be like, oh, you know what? Maybe this town ain't so bad after all. But, like, there was nothing like that. Yeah. yeah. It's it, still frustrated at the end. It got repetitive, too. Yeah. Like, even though they do bring in... They, they help heighten the conflict with, like more pressure on Steve Carell with the mm-hmm. campaign and it's becoming like a big thing but that did not nothing for me to the other people in the town and I wanted to know a little bit about them honestly if, if you want a funny if you want funny entertainment revolving around a dumb Republican town just watch Shit's Creek like I think that's a lot better um, also um, sometimes like this movie wasn't biased it was portraying both is there something wrong with this I mean it's my water, and I spat chicken juice in it. I mean, no, you didn't. Yeah, well, I was trying to. Make You're trying it. to get me to stop drinking it, yeah, but I true. finished it. Yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> like they were portraying both parties, Democrats and Republicans, as like at, to some extent as to what they are. You know, they're both corrupt. Yeah. You know, like even though the Democrats, I don't want to get too political here, but. They do tend to portray themselves as the good guys in a lot of Hollywood movies, I yeah, feel like. because a lot of Hollywood is Democrat. Yeah, but um, in this movie, they were both portrayed as what they are. You know, they're both pursuing an agenda, and mm-hmm. they won't stop at anything to do it. It doesn't matter what actually helps. And it portrays, whatever. like, all the partisan stuff that's going on in American politics, so much so that, like, in the end, a town benefited so much because of the hatred yeah between two parties and i think it's and the movie taps a little bit into the fact that like there's so much hatred between the two parties <clears throat> even though they're not that different in the first place mm-hmm. and i wish there was more of that yeah no, that, that would have made this movie good and i think they were hinting at that but they didn't really get into it right that was kind of bad but oh. um yeah overall also the ending was terrible like oh yeah like that wasn't it was bad. just dumb like it felt like vice it felt like the vice remember in vice when like halfway through the movie there's like the credits start rolling yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah overall I'm not the biggest fan of this movie I'm going to give it 
A... Wait, what did I give it on Letterboxd? That usually helps me figure out. I'll give it a 1,200. That's pretty high. That's higher than I expected. Um, I still, I was still entertained by it. I mean, that's all I see. Most of the time, that's what I'm seeing from a movie. Um, what did I... Crap. Um... I didn't even log this movie, did I? Um, I don't know. I'll give it... I'll give it a 5 out of 10. I, I think it's okay. Like, yeah. it's just very forgettable. Um... Alright. Right. Now we are on to... Hey. Just kidding! <laughs> hey! Partially inspired by the 2017 special election for Georgia's 6th Congressional District where the de- Democratic and Republican Party and groups supported and spent more than 55 million combined the most expensive House Congressional election in the U.S. history. <laughs> is, that- <laughs> is that it? Is that all you got? Yeah, the other two are already right already. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Wait, was it was it was it like Steve Carell would go around the town and like? Yeah. What did he do? He went to the crowds of people watching him, watching the film. Ah, that's interesting. Um. Anyways, he was our uh, health uh, <laughs> expert. <laughs> health expert Ian Blank just dropped in some. Is this this is jasmine rice with tofu with and nutrition teriyaki yeast. tofu brown rice and teriyaki <laughs> oh and there's beans and carrots underneath Don't she looks really good thank you Ian no um anyways transition oh wait I uh need, yeah we need a transition I need to find one I can't just do another fart a pork fart this is what the long podcast is gonna be like like I think we're kind of getting a taste of it I I don't mind it it's I pretty chill um. What are you looking up? You should have had this already pre-prepared instead of just sitting over there doing nothing. Or running in and out of here for some reason. Um. While we wait for Nick, let's ask Robert Burke how his have food is. Have okay. bills or medical expenses? An upcoming wedding you Please, it's an ad, Nick. Or we can't have ads in the podcast. it's finally time for that dream vacation. Thank you. What are you going to ask me? How's your food? It's actually pretty good. I like the teriyaki sauce and the tofu. And usually tofu is in like little squares, so having it is. Now, if you had to guess what vehicle that was, what would you guess? It's probably someone farting. <laughs> no. Well, actually, it isn't a vehicle at all. It's really a guy. He's not farting though. What? What? How is he making that noise? Where's his mouth? How are you doing this evening? I'm John McVicker. Okay, that's that's enough. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> okay. Sick McVick. <laughs> now we are on to um, the next part of our podcast, which is our mobile game. Do you remember Whee! what it is? Yes, it's Farmer's Simulator. Oh, yeah, okay. So, Pahul, what is the plot synopsis for Whee! Farming Simulator Whee! 16? All right, okay. From the dawn of civilization to 2020, farming has seen a lot of improvements over the ages. We started by accidentally planting a few seeds in the ground and sowing that, harvesting those crops, to now operating tractors and combine harvest, har, harvest, har, har, combine big machines that, that help harvest crops and stuff. 
and this movie, I mean, this 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 game revolves around that, and you're a little guy, and you're you have your own farm. I didn't really play this game. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have a small farm and you get up to a big farm. Is that what the point of the game is? I don't know. I didn't play that much of it either. I played like two sec, like the first ten seconds of it. It was literally just driving in a straight line. And like watching crops go bye bye, and I was so bored. I have to believe it. Yeah, trust me, it doesn't get any better from there. I I hated Farming Simulator 16. I like, can't believe that people actually buy it so much. Yeah. That there's one, there's a new one every year. Farming Simulator 16, 17, 18, 19, and now 20. And they're gonna bring, come out with a 21. How? Like, the, what can you renovate about this game? I guess the it's graphics, like... graphics, I guess? It, it's like the NBA and, like, the yeah, yeah, FIFA games. Not... Like, they're the same I... game every year, but uh-huh. people just can't stop buying them. Can't stop digging them. Um, yeah, I got really bored with this, like, really quickly. I, I picked up all of the, like... I picked up all of the agriculture, and then I brought it to the little place, and then I, like, dumped it off. And then it was like, all right, you're done with the tutorial. And I said, this game is so boring. So I just left. Like, I don't know. Maybe it gets more exciting, but planting crops and picking them up. Like, I, oh my God. Like, how do you make a video game out of that? And how do people enjoy it? It was just not good. Yeah. Nick? You know. Something, something Minecraft. Nick is drinking water now. He said, you know, and then started drinking water. And now he's going to speak his truth. This game, I think, it's kind of a revolutionary, revolutionary in, um, in a way. Okay, how so? It's a boring game, but that's what's revolutionary about it. Okay, how so? Games are supposed to entertain, and then one guy said, but what if they didn't? <laughs> and then he made farming simulator. <laughs> and why is that a good thing? Well, Robert, sometimes you gotta go against the grain, and then this is... I like Truck Simulator a lot. Truck Simulator's really boring. American Truck Simulator, I find it kind of fun it's, sometimes. It's really boring, Paul. Sometimes it's kind of fun. But the majority of the time, it's really The majority really boring. of the time, it's boring, and I want it to end, but sometimes it's fun. Sounds like you guys need a transition sound effect. Well, no, we need to get our source first. Are you serious? <laughs> 7 out of 10 is really high. Yeah, it's a really high for this garbage game. I'm Uh, giving it a 3. 900. I'm giving it a 3. Oh, we've agreed with scores, like, so much today. It's kind of weird. What are you playing right now? Uh, football. Soccer. Okay. It's going to be next week's game, guys. I mean, next Sounds like you guys need a a sound effect. We do need a transition sound effect, Nick. That would be wonderful. Thank you. Wait, so how how far are we into the... Oh, sorry, Nick. Hello. Was that Owen Wilson? That was Steve Carell. That was just some guy. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like Owen right. Wilson. It's only Steve Carell. Can we please do Reddit? Uh, Reddit um, yeah, no, no, no. no. We definitely we we have time this time around. How far are we into the podcast? An hour. Okay. Okay, I have eleven percent. Let's do this quick. Right. I have I, I I have phone two. <laughs> what's the What's the Reddit thing called? Um, or stuff. Would you rather just find funny ones? Okay. Uh. I like would you rather questions. This should be this should be entertaining. Would you? Wow, that's a, a lot of these are very inappropriate. <laughs> okay, we'll find controversial one of all time. Can can we get a non? Oh my god! 
God. The non-inappropriate ones. These are awful. Oh God, that's disgusting. Can I say this one, even though it includes a very sensitive? I'm not saying it. Never mind. Okay, thank you. Oh God, that's a good one, but I don't know, dude. What? Would you rather have a penis site? Would you rather never? Would you have penis? Would you rather have? I just got one across that one. <laughs> okay, timestamp, Nick. Wait, we're not. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh God, that's such a screwed up one. Oh God. <laughs> Oh God! Oh, oh! I have one. Would you rather let out a stink, loud, stinky fart every forty-five seconds, or let out a silent yet stinky burp every twenty-three seconds? <laughs> I definitely do the stinky burp because you can like, especially because it's quiet, you can like hide it. You can just put your hand over your mouth and go. Even though you'd be doing it a lot, like you can still hide it. Would you rather have three kids and no money, or no kids and three money? <laughs> oh god, that's disgusting. Not, not your question, but like, geez, some of these are disgusting. I'm gonna do top of all time. That's Would you true. rather drink water or drink vomit? <laughs> <laughs> what do people say? What do people say? Are you drunk? <laughs> Drink water, and this is the person who posted it. Drink water, if I drink vomit, I will die in like a million exclamation marks. Those are a really great subreddit, guys. Can, can, we get, can we get hard questions that we answer? Um, These suck. I'm gonna just go to Ask Reddit. <laughs> this is so bad. Oh my god. We could also just do a random question generator, because those always work. Yeah, I like those ones. Oh yeah. god. I wanna read this one, though. What? Would you rather kill a baby seal or listen to an entire seal album? Uh, oh, God. Can, can you just look up random question generator, Nick? I don't think we're going to get anywhere. Would you rather have the Aladdin news or the Aladdin news? <laughs> what kind of question is that? Yeah, what does that mean? Uh, Nick, can you please? Would you rather be or wasp? <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather bee or wasp? I would rather get stung by a bee because then they die afterwards. Uh, I really get, yeah. No, I don't want a bee to die. Well, apparently, uh, Yeah, the wasp would, like, come back and sting you and bite you multiple times. We need yeah. to talk about these questions after the podcast because, oh my god, some of these are really good. Okay, but these are disgusting. Boring. Can we just pull up some, like, family-friendly fam- questions? I'm sure this is, like, the most boring segment of the podcast ever because it's just us looking at our phones and laughing. Yeah, can, <laughs> can, you, can you please look up a random question generator? Look it up on the MacBook! Yeah, you, Nick, I'm looking at you. Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. Random questions. Not on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my phone's gonna die. How many people do you think are lost at sea right now? Still alive, obviously. Oh, that's Whoa. me to think about. Probably like 10. <laughs> at least. Less than that. What do you think of tattoos? Do you have any? I don't have any tattoos. Me we either. already answered this one. I don't like tattoos. Uh, I like tattoos. I think they can look really good if it's like a sleeve or something like that. Like, is it possible for the, for a human to fathom the the true depths of reality and existence? Well, who can you? Uh, that can sounds you like a these? I don't feel like trying right now. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> this is a disaster! <laughs> Hello, podcast people. Robert Stone's been out this entire time. Next question: What's the most boring superhero you can come up with? 
Oh, this is a really good one. Oh, oh I got I got one. Clockman. He tells you the time whenever you need it. Um. Yeah. No, come on, Paul. What Hull. Miss Paul Hull. Paul Hull. Come on. What's a What's a useless superhero? Uh, the a superhero who uh, whenever no, like superhero who stands there next to your bed, mm-hmm. and then whenever you're about to sleep. They take the charger and they plug it, your phone, and the charger thing. That's ch- Charge Man or something. <laughs> uh, that pretty... would be kind of useful, though, because, like... Well, you could just do it yourself, you know? A superhero that can hit up on command. How about a superhero like a burp on command? Oh, wait, his name is Nicholas Mana. <laughs> I'm sitting right here. <laughs> okay, what's the next question? What mistake do you keep making again and again? That's a really tough question, wow. I don't make mistakes. What are the three best apps? Why do you keep on going? <laughs> You're really bad at this. We have to answer the question first. You realize that, right? Oh, I thought we were just like going. Okay. <laughs> what was that question again? What mistake do you keep making again and again? <laughs> Recording this podcast every week. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Procrastination. Um, I keep on overworking myself, I think. That's my problem. Well, you, Paul. I'm just too nice. Screw you. That's what I'd say if I was in an interview. Uh, oh, that's a good one. No, I, I work too hard, you know. Yeah. I care too much. I think my biggest problem is that I work too much, you know. I, I work too hard I just, at what I do. I just, I just love... I just... I always put my work life in front of my love life. I just, know? I always overthink things, you know, and I always try to consider everything from everyone's point of view. I broke um, up with my I girlfriend because I wanted to work overtime. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what mistake do you keep on making that you regret? Um, um, there's one, there's one. I, I, something, but I forgot. And also, you turned the printer on. That's not cool. Can you I'll elaborate? I don't remember. Like, that's a hard. I can't think of anything. Oh, I know. I I like I go into the bathroom. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna poop for like ten minutes, and <laughs> it's a being an hour. Yeah. I Where am I? What? This feels so unreal. You're in Anaheim. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I said. Okay. Um. What are the question? three best apps on your phone? <laughs> That's a really bad question. Let's go. Let's go. I'll look through. Um, monkey, I'll just go to the simulator. This uh, screen gorilla, time. Uh, flying gorilla, and <laughs> gorilla simulator two. <laughs> According to screen time, it's Reddit. I'm addicted to settings. Uh, <laughs> it's a really good meme. Um, let me try to find it. Whoa, pizza. Whoa, look! Look at my daily average. Like steps. Oh, that's nice. Five fifty. Yeah, really nice. Mine is oh, mine's four eight. It's gonna be down because I'll be on uh, the UCLA camp. True that, true that, true that. Wait, 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 wait! Shut up! Stop! Stop it! Stop it! I need to look up mine. Oh, this is a really good one. How do I see the app? Oh, this is such a good one. How do I see the app? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, according to um, for this week it's books, ball blast, and Instagram. What are you reading? Um, I read my textbook for UCLA. Oh, gotcha. Um, so ten hours and thirty-seven minutes in books. Six hours and 18 minutes in Ball Blast. And six hours and three minutes on Instagram. That is insane to me. How how do I play Ball Blast so much? It's not even fun. 
Oh, oh, I have one. I Genuinely, have one. I, have I feel one. like I just sit down and play it for like a few minutes and then get up. Do I play it for like an hour without realizing it? All oh, that's happened to me before. Ugh. Um, if you were a dictator of a small island nation, what crazy dictator stuff would you do? Ooh, um. <laughs> well, uh, I think I'd uh, listen to the people and then like. Shut that... up! What's something fun you would do as a dictator? Didn't let me finish. <laughs> It's gonna end in a funny way, like you'd shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to the people at first, but then uh, soon enough, everyone has different needs, and I can't attend to all of them. So eventually, I become a uh, like a what's it called? A uh, gosh, what's it called? Why am I forgetting? The... I'll take a poop a in everyone's bed. Well, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Oh, wow. Sure, that's I'm on right? I assume all the power, and if anyone defies me, then I kill them. Well, that's a dictator. You're already a dictator. They don't... Oh, wait, I'm an idiot. Hold on. Oh, my God. Okay, it's if, like talking to a monkey or something. If I were a dictator, I would mandate, like, spending a certain amount of time in the sauna every week. Like, a really hot sauna. Saunas are kind of fun. No, but, like, imagine a sauna where it's, like, 110 okay, okay. degrees. Honestly, that sounds a lot like... you have to go like, like, one hour a day. I don't want to burst your bubble, <laughs> but that sounds a lot like something that happened in the 40s. In the 1940s in World <laughs> War II in a certain country in Europe. No, it would be all people, regardless of race. They just have to sit in the sauna for an hour so and, like... just torturing people. Burn. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll um, have a... You know, like, those games Kick the Buddy? Yeah. It'll that be kick the buddy in real the, life. With the person. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> so you just, like, put a chainsaw through them, but they'd actually chop in half instead of... Oh, that's not fun. Yeah, exactly. They would die. They wouldn't survive. I, if I were a dictator, I would turn my island into a zero emission zone. Like, no carbon emissions and stuff. You'd fail so quickly. You know what I would do? I'd kill all animals on the plant, on the <laughs> island so that everybody has to eat plants. I'd poop in their beds. <laughs> You said that already. No one can stop me. Okay, how how many more questions should we do? I don't know. What is something that everyone looks stupid doing? Dabbing, flossing, uh, TikToking. Um, uh, putting on socks. Recording podcasts. Yeah, we look really stupid right now. I'm looking really stupid right now, I bet. What have you recently become obsessed with? That's a good question. Ball blast, Ooh. clearly, by my six hours and 18 minutes that I spent on it. Uh, Bed Wars, 100%. I literally cannot stop playing. You've always been obsessed with Bed Wars. That's not true. Yes, you have. Okay, Robert. Um, what have I become obsessed with recently? Phil. Making my friends I've always smile. been obsessed with Phil. No. Life of Pi. That's um, how the story goes. Creeks. I really like Creeks recently. Like, I've been going to quite a few Creeks with, uh... Nikolai Nelikov. Why about the creek in the back? Eh. But, like, the other creeks that he takes me to, they're so cool. And, like, I don't know. I just like water recently. It's very... Water's common. pretty cool. Water's dope. Someone's like, aqua. Marine. What is the best... We've done this one before. Okay, what? never mind. What is the best place to take a date? We've definitely done this Yo, one mama's. Yeah, that's <laughs> what you said last. Yeah. <laughs> We should compare those two clips of audio. Um, okay, what, what's next? Come on, Paul. We've clearly already done this one. How was Paul Hull doing? Like, what if I just said that? What? Oh, if it was decided that all countries would be abolished and the entire Earth would be one unified political body, 
What would be the capital? Never mind. I didn't. I didn't really. Okay, no, this one's good. What would I be the like... capital city of Earth? What would what, what would its flag and anthem be? Okay, flag and anthem is really stupid. A uh, flag, I think it'll be the American flag, and anthem, I think it'll be the Star Spangled Banner <laughs> because it's July Fourth, and the capital will be Washington D.C. Okay, uh, realistically, I think the capital would be Greenwich because that's where like all the time zones are based on. That makes sense. But if everything's unified, wouldn't the capital just be the middle of Earth? Or what about the moon? The capital would be the moon because like moon. No, that's so because, stupid. Because like moon. The capital of the Earth is the moon. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> kind of. Uh, like a like like like. Oh no! Like I oh, don't know what. Like, Maybe it would be. The middle the of the desert. <laughs> That'd be pretty dope, though. That'd be pretty dope. Two six nine seven Cumberland Drive, Dude. capital of the world. Timestamp. Yeah, timestamp. Don't care that you. Nah, nah. I, I care. What's the best type of cheese? <laughs> cheese. <laughs> <laughs> timestamp. Time You're using the computer. Um. I don't know. I don't really eat cheese anymore. Why am I doing your work? I really like. You know what I really liked. <laughs> You know, like, the super sharp cheddar? Like, a cheddar that would, like, Monster hurt cheese. to eat because it was so sharp? Mm-hmm. I loved eating that and then drinking, like, milk or something. Monster cheese is my favorite. My favorite cheese is... Pizza cheese. <laughs> That's the worst Pizza cheese. Nope. Pizza these cheese. Nope. Hmm. Hey, Boho, you like fitness? Nope. <laughs> Does your mom make okay? What is the most interesting game concept you can come up with? Oh, here's... I have one. <laughs> so you start as an FPS soldier thing, right? And you're like, that's level one. And then as you level up, you gain control of more soldiers. And then eventually you end up like becoming like a... Like the highest level possible is you controlling the country. I'm spinning you out so hard right now. Like heroes and generals. Um, I think an interesting game concept. Ball Blast Two. <laughs> okay, Ball Blast Two would be kind of <laughs> sick. I would love to see. I want to make Parasite the video game, like a like the movie Parasite, but it's a video game version of it. Oh, but like movie video games suck. Not That's all not of true. them. That's not true. You know what? I I, I think it would be one? hilarious if we take artistic movies and make them into video games, like Marriage Story. Could or Hereditary. Ratatouille. What would be the funniest movie to be a video game? Titanic. It's, it's that's Roblox. already a, it's already yeah, it's Roblox. Bloods. No, that that one would make that. I could see Defy Bloods being like a Lego game. <laughs> like actually, no, oh no I see that with like really them like going out. Lego to take on these intense <laughs> topics. Um, what movie? Would the be Green be? Book. It's like American Truck Simulator, but it's like in rate. How about how about like. Racism. No, okay, the Vasco Knight could actually be. Sure. Okay, surely as a video game would be terrible. No, you have to write stuff. <laughs> Nobody writes in video games. There's no writing video games. What other. What one? What about a documentary? <laughs> a documentary video game? Oh, that sounds dope, though. It's an untapped market. Like, like you're a you no, know, you're a you're a cameraman, and you need to uncover like some like a corrupt president president or something. You have to go around and shooting stuff. Yeah, it's called Untitled uh, um, Goose Game. No, it's not. Nick, why don't you tell them about the game that you're making right now? I have not been working on it. 
at all recently. What do you work on? You don't work on anything. Oh, you should have been procrastinating, but I just work Procrastinating for what? Like, what are your work? Oh, that makes sense. He also uh, what, has been watching a lot of BoJack Horseman. Really? I'm on um, episode, I think, 11 of season 6. Oh, wow, so you're far. Like, season 6 is the last one, right? Yeah, no, no. The next episode we do, we can probably review um, Breaking Bad and BoJack. That sounds dope. Sounds And then one movie. So and that movie should be... It'll probably be... Ratatouille! No, it'll Ratatouille. Probably... Can we do Ratatouille? Okay, please. No, no, we, there will be new movies coming out. Robert's declining us power. Yep, you have no power over this podcast. This podcast is all mine. This is a dictatorship. Hey, listen, I decide what goes on. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. You that's very the true. Filter. No, that's Mick could decide true. everything that's happening. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> he deletes every single thing I say. So <laughs> it's just white noise. <laughs> no, it's just Nick talking for the entire podcast. <laughs> all right, um, let's do let's do one more question. Okay. I do agree, though. Uh... So, <laughs> shut up. If you were given five million dollars to open a small museum, what kind of museum would you create? Um, a video game museum. That would get so much money. Oh my god. That's like, true. Yeah, no, that would be like very, like very successful. I think. A food museum, and the food goes rotten all the time. <laughs> That is an awful idea. It's all rotten. It's all just goop. Let's do like a wax museum, but of just like regular things. It's wax museum with just wax. So it's like yeah. <laughs> okay. Wait. I think it would be really cool if we had a museum on the history of office supplies, like staplers through the years, and like no one would go pencils through the years, and pens. This, I think that would be super cool. The, what's a good date location? Oh, you know what's a good can, date can location? Go to the stable. <laughs> what? What? You said you want to know. <laughs> you said you want to know what's a good date location, and then you went dead silent. Public bathroom. How? Well, because that's like if you're comfortable there, you're comfortable anywhere. Mm. If you're comfortable, and people. But what if somebody I isn't mean, comfortable time stamp, there? Timestamp. I yeah. said the S word. Also, that's illegal. Oh wait, uh, public restroom. I guess it's for both. Um. Wait. Wait. What about? Wait, Nick. That's heteronormative. What if I'm with a? You know what I've heard. You know what I've heard. You know what I've heard. Come on, Nick. You know what I've heard. You know what I've heard. Is that when if you're about to like commit to someone, you should go on a road trip with them. Because if they get if if you can stand each other while you're all tired and irritated and driving in the middle of nowhere, then you're probably set for life. Mm, I don't know if that's the best place to start. Like maybe no, like, not the best place to start, but like best place to like you know get to eventually. Yeah, that's it's true. like meeting your parents, their parents, my parents. <laughs> Your parents specifically. <laughs> Every couple in America has to meet Tim and Sean Amanda. Right. <laughs> that's a good video game. Oh, oh. Uh, like you have to. Oh, a horror game that takes place in the mana household. <laughs> you have to try to outrun Chowder before he bites your leg off. I'm Paul is stuck. Paul <laughs> fell off the yoga ball. And with that, it is good time to end oh, our podcast. Can you see by the dawn's early light? Was
but so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars.